Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com this is Joe Pugh for IFL TV. We're here in Brighton. Take two. Sorry about that. The uh, It was not recording, uh, Will. Luckily, we only done about, what, a minute or so. But, yeah, we're in Brighton. Tom Welland, big, big debut. Kind of, yeah, it's been a long time coming, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, um, yeah, we've had Tom, I've had Tom just over a year and a half. He was uh, training at Hotbox as an amateur. Come to us as well, like, trained both at the same time, uh, done his done his bit for the Philippines, come back, um, and yeah, Tom's ready, Tom's ready to go, he's, he's a young lad, but I've got no doubt he'll go very far. Yeah, and he is certainly a prospect that people are talking about, it. people who know the amateur scene, think that his style will suit better to pros, got that bit of Philippine backing, could he be a star for the future? He can, as long as he stays grounded and focuses on the sport Tom can go as far as he wants he's just got to listen to his manager listen to me listen to his promoters and Tom can honestly I, I, I feel we can go as far as he likes listen I think after t- tomorrow's performance everyone will know who Tom Willard is as well Carol G 19 yeah um, how important is it for someone with that much talent and that much potential to listen to the likes of yourselves Lee and People who've only got their best interest at heart. It, it is important. Obviously, listen, they'll get to the point where, like, listen, Tom's doing interviews and that now, so that it will get to him a bit. It will get to him. He'll feel like a young star. But it just needs to, it's all part of it. He needs to just remember, um, stay grounded, stay focused, keep doing what you're doing. He's the first one in, last one out all the time. As long as he maintains that, he'll do well. I've been there for some of the explosive spars um, with big, big names. He was saying about Baluta the other day, he wants him within five fights. I think you may have to put the leash on him a little bit there because we do know what Baluta holds. But is that just a sign of his intentions in the sport and what he's got? Yeah, you can see like with that interview yourself, like it's, it's just young excitement talking then. Like His, his eyes are set on the top already. Um, take it in his stride. Listen, Tom, like... The, Tom is, whatever he does, 
his explosiveness will outdo most people in the division. So he will probably move fast, but we'll try and rein it back as much as possible. Would you say he's the biggest talent you've ever worked with? Raw talent? Raw talent, I'd say, yeah. Um, him and I, I, I fit with, I, I'll say Brooke as well. Mm. I'd say Brooke, raw talent, is you can't train, like from, for a female fighter, unbelievable. Um, but obviously I've got the likes of O'Hara in the gym, I've got Jarrell, I've got Jordan, they've got all these, all these guys all like in different points of their career. And it's good to have like O'Hara come down to support Tom at the press conference yesterday. It just shows like how close-knit our, our stable is. So, uh, yeah, someone like Tom is exciting. It's that new excitement. Like where O'Hara were at the world title. But with Tom, it's that new exciting feeling which I really like with the young boys. It's good. Um, this past year has been a little bit of a turnover year for yourself. Um, you've had a lot of faces come out of the gym and a lot of new faces come into the gym. Would you say this is kind of the second phase of your pro boxing trainership, if you like? Because you are still relatively new to the scene, but and but yeah, it's been a bit of a change. Yeah, like I've had people come in the door, people go, um, like the people who go, the relationship's still strong, they're still friends, there's no bad, there's no ill will when people leave um, and people have come in, but it's just all learning. Like, I, I as far as I've come and as, as well as he's gone, I'm still very green, like I still, I still hold my hands up and ask questions to other coaches. I'm constantly talking to other coaches, like a good mentor, like Al Smith, um, Al Wilkie, Adam Hart, um, Jamie, my old coach, coaches like them. Like you learn off everyone, like even Kev Lilly. I talked to Kev Lilly about a few things as well, like, and I've uh, and I've got to be open to learning. Like I was just with having a conversation with you, watching Adam Booth's um, talk, mm. and like uh, picking up things from that is. It's just a, a learning thing. You can't like um, be fascinated by the people that come through the door because they're they're only you're only as good as they need of you, and then eventually that does go. So don't be too hurt by it. It's just part of it. Do you think you're a little bit different in the respect that you are moving into MMA training? So you're adding another another kind of string to your bow in that respect. Yeah, like I've I've I grew up on K1 kickboxing, helped um, Muay Thai fighters, K1 fighters. Um, few years ago, we was part of the team that helped Idris Elba fight when he done a K1 debut. So we're all, we, we all know how to coach. Like Adam Hart like got me in the coaching and he, he, he'd jump into any corner like, and he'd be able to handle it. He would look professional. So, so I would do the same. Um, MMA is new to me, but I, I've been doing training for young MMA fighter, Ruby Hudson. And uh, listen, she's... She's good, got great hands. I'd love her to go amateur as the amateur boxer, but she's pro MMA, making a debut this weekend as well. And I can only help as much as I can boxing wise. And it's a little bit different from teaching a stand up fighter full time, but you have to adapt and adjust, but it works. Yeah, let's talk about Brooke because I spoke to her the other day, really honest and open conversation about some of the struggles she's had and the difficulties at the moment she is with in getting her licence. How frustrated are you that people, certainly in the UK, aren't seeing and aren't hearing about just how much talent she's got as of yet? It's, it's frustrating, but it's it's more more sad than frustrating because, see, Brooke, like, she's, she's so talented and she wants it. And like I've mentioned before, she hasn't... I mentioned it on a podcast the other day. She hasn't had... 
the most straight upbringing. So she, it's been tough for her, but Brooke can can seriously be something. And she's trying to turn her life around for the better. This is like something like someone's been bad in the past. Don't just tar them for the rest of their life with that with that brush. Like they, they people do change. Like I've changed myself. I wasn't an angel when I was younger. And Brooke just wants to better herself, do something in the sport. I believe she can. People around her that are backing her believe she can. So all we need is a UK uh, boxing licence and then we can go from there. Should the British Boxing Board of Control be more open to kind of sorting these things out? I know she's got another hearing, but the problem she's had in the past with the law, but boxing's always been about getting people off the street, changing lives. And do you think the board are preventing that at the minute? Not so much preventing it. I just don't think they understand the actual implications and what it, uh, what this them saying no, the effect it has had. Like, because it's like one step forward, ten back for someone who is trying to better themselves. When you get hit by that, it's so easy for someone to just go, "Ah, oh, I'm going back to that life." Like, Brooke just needs someone holding out their hand and go, "Come on, then, have a go." In, in all the boxing, it's not just like the British boxing. I think. I think boxing will better a lot of things in our country. Like I think, like knife crime, crime itself at a young age is at an all-time high. I think boxing make boxing part of the curriculum. Make it a, make it a choice in PE. Like I think you'll get so much better response, and people will just learn values and that better when their when their egos are gone. Because your ego does go. As soon as you walk into a boxing gym. You think you're someone outside. You come into a boxing gym, you're a no one, and and that's the best person to be is a no one, and then just be a sponge and learn. And I think it would do everyone, especially our country, a favour if we got it into colleges, schools, and made it a curriculum, make it educational. Like that's the reason I've turned my gym amateur. I want to help people in my community get into boxing. How sad is it when we see, like only last week we was talking about it last night at the NABC finals at Five Star Gym. Kind of, we're seeing young fighters having to not fight because things are kicking off in the crowd. Knives are being shown, crutches are being shown. People are being seriously hurt, and it's kind of disrespecting all the work that these amateurs are putting in. It's sad to see. Like, um, that's it's not nothing to do with the people who held the show. Nothing to do with the fighters. It was just bad crowds. But like the people who run run the gym and that, they're very good people and they run a great show. Like the, the same people who've done that final run the, exactly the same boxing show on the Saturday day through to the night. Yeah. And from what I'm hearing, it's a fantastic show, no trouble at all. Um, it's just the crowd sometimes it brings and we've got to get rid of that. We've got to get rid of that crowd. That's sometimes what, um, like, it's, it's pick, pick and choose who you invite to your fights. Um, be sensible and up security like stuff like that you don't need don't need fighting in the crowds at shows like i know your passions and there and you're supporting the person like that you're there for but like it's, it's all sport you've got to remember that yeah let's kind of change tacks a little bit we'll talk about another kickoff but a little bit more of a light-hearted one a little bit of theatrics a few months back now uh thomas galbraith uh, at the uh, top tier media day, I know you weren't there. You was just in the gym, but when you saw all of that with Ryan Maycock, then more importantly, really Angela Antonio, what was you thinking? I just thought, what, what was going on? I, like, even I, I, I'm Thomas's coach, and I thought, is he fighting Angelo? Like, I thought, what is going on? But listen, I say that um, 
my instant thing, I don't know if you see, I put a comment on I'm team Angela. Like, yeah, just, yeah. just just joke. Just yeah. uh, you got to light hearted. Listen, listen. Yeah, but listen, they're both they both got a bit about them. Hopefully that fight happens in the future, but I'm pretty sure they both don't mean it as mm. much as they as it spilled out of control at the press conference. I'm pretty sure they don't mean it as much as they did. But on December 9th, Thomas has got a really tough fight yeah. in Ryan Maycock. Ryan Maycock thinks nobody can beat him over four rounds. Um, Thomas has got to really do something special on the 9th of December to get off that win, yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah. Thomas has just got to up the pace straight away, get on Ryan. Ryan reckons no one can beat him over four rounds. I bet I could beat him over four <laughs> rounds. <laughs> no, um, yeah, Thomas just got to put the, put the pressure on him straight away. Listen, Ryan's a clever fighter. Ryan's... Um, Ryan knows how to win a fight, and especially over four rounds, definitely. Let's get on to OD then. It's finally officially been announced in America, the Barroso fight. I know I spoke to you last week. You was even starting to get a bit worried. The longer it went on without the official announcement, just how happy are you to get this overline WBA interim title? It's not the full world title, but I'm sure that will come. O'Hara Davis versus Ishmael Barroso. Yes, yeah, um, like... like Obviously, I've told you about my relationship with O'Hara since we've been together. We've had we had two fights within a year, and then it's been one fight a year. And now we've get this is going to be our second fight this year, and it's, it's going to be a good good turn. And uh, listen, O'Hara will win the world title against Barroso. Not overlooking Barroso. Barroso's a more dangerous opponent than Rowley, I think. I don't think people should write him off because of his age. He's a one punch like pure powerhouse like we've just got to be careful we've got a game plan set and it's finally his time and I said it at the beginning oh I was going to be a world champion he will it'll be for the interim but whether Rowley then fights us after or vacates the title is up to him but it's O'Hara's time you've got to look at O'Hara's career you should get him in like and really talk about how he's been from the beginning of his career to now and then the ups and downs like the major downs and now he's up and uh, I, I see comments now on OD's videos. I used to see him when I first got to him. And I used to think, oh, he's, he's not liked. But now he's loved. Like He's, he's a little national treasure, isn't he? I don't know. Either. Not yet, mate. But soon come. Soon come when he gets that world title. But with O'Hara, the journey that you've been on with him, I know you weren't there from the start, but as you say, you've really progressed his career and a lot of what's coming into hopefully the glory years will be... A lot down to you and the work you've done with O'Hara. What does that say about O'Hara's psyche? What does that say about him as a person? All the lows, everything he's overcome to carry on staying in the gym, staying learning. Because since his last fight against Lewis Richardson, he hardly spent any time out of the gym. And he was always waiting for the day. He's there day in, day in out, yeah. wanting to become a bigger and better fighter. The gym's like home to him. Yeah. Like, um, men mental side, like... <clears throat> boxing, like after a massive win, it's so it's so easy for a boxer or a talent to go off, um, go off the rails a bit, like live carefree. But then Oara's like looked at the long run, and I think Oara's made them mistakes before, um, and never going to make them again. Um, and now he's focused; he's more focused than ever. It's just little things with me and him. It's our, I think our relationship's a massive thing. We've got Junior Saber, a very close friend of Oara that works with us, training him. Like I'm. Um, Massive credit coming into the gym. I really, really rate him. Um, massive help as well with O'Hara. Got Ian Chedwigan. And everyone does their bit to keep O'Hara in line. Even the rest of the stable does. Like, O'Hara will turn up 
and everyone just sort of keeps each other in check. And Oara seeing someone as fresh as Tom performing and sparring like he does, it goes, oh, I'm going to up my game again. It makes him makes him work. And they're all, that's where they all feed off each other. Like, Oara and me have had a very good relationship. It was rocky at first when we first got together because we didn't understand each other. Now we've got the understanding and I know his comforts, I know what he doesn't like, I know when to push him a certain way, I know when not to. It works, it works really well. And he's he's not only a family member in the gym, he's my family too. He's, he's Melissa, her mum, her dad, they all love him. Well, anyone I think who knows O'Hara and been around him, I think, knows sometimes he can say some extremely odd things, but that's just O'Hara. Yeah. And I think he doesn't mean anything by it. But that being said, how frustrated do you get when you see... Tony Bellew constantly having back and forth with O'Hara Davis. And there will always be people because of his past who do kind of play on that past. Yeah, like I think if Tony Bellew and O'Hara sat down in a room together, had a con- con- not punched, <laughs> had a conversation, they'd actually get on. As much as the back and forth has been, and like I said to you, like, what's his, what's his fucking problem? Like, and O'Hara like, going off like he did the other week, but like, there is this. There is this, like, um, I can't think of the word, like, you get this opinion, impression of O'Hara before you actually meet him. When you do meet him and actually have a conversation with him and understand that sometimes he does say silly things. He doesn't mean to. It's just a lot of said said before thought. Like, I went, but I honestly think, I totally believe, have a sit down with O'Hara, have a chat, get in a room, get in a room, knowing, no one interrupting, no one else involved. I bet you'd get on with him. I bet you'd leave that room as friends. Just to finish up then, you've got fighters right now at kind of every single level, moving from the debut of Tom Welland on Friday night all the way up to December, O'Hara Davis for that WBA interim, which may well turn into the full world title. For you, what is your aspirations? What's your end goal as a trainer? As you say, you're still very green, you're still very early on in your career, but you must have goals, you must have ambitions and... Yeah, well, just out loud, because we was talking about that earlier. Yeah. So, O'Hara's win shows the level I'm working towards. I hope it shows... Like, listen, I I got a lot of stick getting O'Hara. Listen, people work their whole lives to have someone in a world title position in a few fights. They do. I was very, very fortunate to get that. Um... But I hope it opens the doors and, and shows people that I am very serious about this. I am. This is my life. I study, I study, I study. Um, all I do is learn. I accept everything new. I accept criticism. I just hope it opens doors to um, avenues from the rest of my stable as well. Not only O'Hara himself, but just shows that... I, I Listen, I, I back myself as a good trainer, but I hope it shows people that, oh, yeah, he, do you know what, Will Jones does know what he's on about. Because, uh, listen, I'm still new on the on the scene. I'm not. Uh, I'm no fucking Ben Davison. I'm no Shane McGuigan. I'm no Adam Booth, Al Smith. But I'm, I'll am i get there, 100%. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for speaking to IFL TV. We've got to get to the way in. Is your fighter on weight? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine he's snacked. No, yeah, he's on weight. He'll be all right. He's a professional. Excellent. And uh, Ivy Asia later for you, mate. Ivy Asia, I've been, uh, so my missus is coming up to support Tom, but on uh, on looking, on the way up here on the train, she's found out there's an Ivy Asia up here, so there goes my bank balance. Yeah, I was going to say, supporting <laughs> Tom, but not supporting your bank balance, <laughs> yeah, exactly mate. That. Yeah, she's taking the 
pay packet from Tom and take me out of it. <laughs> Excellent, mate. Thank you very much for being to IFL TV. And I'll see you soon, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.